Good morning. You're listening to Saturday Morning Dads. Today we're discussing the 1992 absolute masterpiece of a movie, The Muppets Christmas Carol. This is a fantastic movie, Sean. Curtis, tell me why it's the best movie ever made. Um, because it's got Muppets and it's got Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Nothing but respect for this man. He uh, destroys this movie. In a good way. Just. He brings it hard. And so does Gonzo. Gonzo. I mean, as his name suggests. The Muppets were much more enjoyable than I thought they would be. Because we just came off last week's episode of... The Dark Crystal. The Dark Crystal were very unenjoyable Muppets. And I'm not saying that... Well, hold on. I, I came around and I liked they're the not, movie. They're not fun Muppets. They're not fun. These are the fun Muppets. Yes. These are the actual Muppets uh, from The Muppet Show. Do you remember The Muppet Show? Yes, I do. I, 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 I'm not going to claim to be an aficionado. But I do know a lot about Muppet Babies. Oh, Muppet Babies was... They're making dreams come true. Yeah. Um, we sing that song every time it's bath time in my house. Is there more we to sing, that uh, Bath time babies. Bath time babies. Making our dreams come true. We we sing, or we did when my kids were little and I had to give them baths anyway. You got to scrub, baby scrub. <laughs> you got to wash, baby wash. It's a good That's, one. That was our... Yeah, I think I made that up. I want to take credit for it. You did. I have never heard it before. Um, so how many times have you seen Muppet's Christmas Carol before you watched it for this pod? You know, I probably watched it like once or twice as a youth. I can very vividly remember the um, the 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 puffy VHS Disney mm, yes. uh, cassette tape um, VHS. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I didn't vividly remember it. I didn't really remember it. So I was pretty much going into this blind. I mean, when this movie came out, I was only five. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's in the rotation for yearly watch for me. Yeah, Every, it, it's it's like this and Elf and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, but Muppets Christmas Carol is legit my favorite version of the Christmas Carol. Oh yeah, hard agree, hard agree on that. Um. Blows the Jim Carrey weird uh, CGI Christmas Carol out of the water. Mm, yes, it does. Robert Zemeckis needs to stop making those. Robert Zemeckis is uh, he? He should be banned from CGI. Yeah, the man made Back to the Future. He needs to be held accountable for making those kind of movies. He can make good movies, or he could at one point. He needs to stop making the Polar Express. If and- you want to listen to us talk about Robert Zemeckis some more. Check out one of our very first episodes, if not our very first episode, Pinocchio. Oh, yeah. He made that trash fire. <laughs> that was the worst movie. Also, Tom Hanks. Him what? and Tom Hanks made that movie in one day. He and Tom Hanks are a very bad partnership. They make bad movies together. That train movie? Polar Express is trash. Oh, wait. Robert Zemeckis made Forrest Gump, though. So, Oh, yeah. I guess. Right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I think I'm right. What is up with Robert Zemeckis, man? He's all over the map. So hit or miss. Uh, the Robert, Delta. He just needs to be confined to live action only. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Tom Hanks needs to be needs to be banned from playing any Italian characters. <laughs> yeah. 
dawdling. <laughs> and just was, shuffling about his house. He so clearly filmed that whole movie in one day. Yeah, he's like, well, Robert, I'll do this for you, but I've got 45 minutes. Uh, get me <laughs> a Geppetto I'll, wig. I'll do it on my lunch break from filming the... <laughs> and I'm, uh, I'm not going to move more than 10 feet. Oh, one room. One room, one outfit. Oh, that was a that was a bad movie. And one sexy fish. He did bad movie, fish. but a great podcast episode. Great podcast. Hey, you know what else is a great podcast episode? This one. Um, yeah, this one's shaping up to be great. Um, the a witch's ball. Oh man! And I want first. I want to shout out all our new listeners. A lot of new listeners jumping on. It's great seeing those numbers yeah. go up. Welcome. You're welcome. Each and every one of you. I'm gonna I'm gonna learn all of your names. I'm just kidding. I don't have any way of doing that. We don't have a Patreon. We don't have anything to know your yeah, names. we don't we don't we, you are literally you're just a number to us i can see what city you live in shout out north carolina yeah st louis i don't know if anybody in st louis is <laughs> shout, shout out frankfurt germany oh yeah, yeah. frank frankfurt germany is our, that's a long time listener long time listener Love uh it. yeah but the um but yeah a lot of the older episodes bad audio quality sorry about that sorry about that we're gonna we're gonna we're trying out a new room today, new, yes. new podcast room, um, and it's really echoey. It's terrible for podcasting, but we're gonna fix it up. Yeah. Also, are we ever gonna do a video podcast? Oh, we have to eventually. So, you YouTube has a new video podcast feature thing that they're pushing hard on, and apparently, it's just great great for discovery. We got to yeah, do it. Yeah, no, nobody wants to see our faces, though. I'm pretty oh, sure. We both have very handsome faces. How hard are you disappointed whenever you see radio personality faces and podcaster faces? Because they never look anything like what I have pictured. And I'm always like, you know, they're never more attractive than what I have in my head. Except for Ira, Ira Glass. Ira, Ira Glass is a very handsome man. Shout out to Ira Glass. I know he's yeah. listening. Yeah, always. He has to. He listens to every podcast. He invented podcasting. Anyway, I was just going to say, if you're going back and you listen to old episodes, don't skip on a witch's ball. It's like our lowest rated episode now, and it is by far the best episode. Yeah, guys, do yourself a favor. Listen. Now, don't don't just listen to the podcast. Watch that film. If if, if I were if I had to say. You have to watch one of the movies we've reviewed. It would be A Witch's Ball. I can't say that because I totally scrubbed through half of the movie. Um, <laughs> the whole, the entire uh, titular Witch's Ball, I, tr- I scrubbed through that. There is a Witch's Ball. The, like a good 40% of the movie takes place at a Witch's Ball where there are multiple Irish dancing groups and gymnast groups. And, and, uh, a rap, and, and a Ukrainian <laughs> rap. <laughs> <laughs> I also think uh, I think we've also talked about the Witch's Ball on every episode since then. It's my favorite movie of all time. Um, anyway, we're, today we're talking about a Christmas Carol, Muppets Christmas Carol, Muppets Christmas Carol. You want to get into the the recap? Sure, sure, yeah. So it's uh it's based on Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, the book. Mm-hmm. Um, we open on um, a very cool set, by the way. That I feel like. Muppets go all out on the, on their movie sets. They have to because they got to be. Like, I mean, they they're, gotta, they're magic tricks to make the Muppets work. Yeah. Um, so we kind of take a little tour around Muppet London, um, and we end up on uh, we end up Dickensian London, Dickensian Muppet London. Um, so there's like a mixture of Muppets and human background characters walking around. 
um, we a sense that it's Christmas time, um, or at least winter time, because it's a Christmas carol. Yeah, but even if you, um, yeah, that should that's the first hint. <laughs> the title sequence. <laughs> the title. I will say the title sequence in this was pretty lacking. It was just like it was lame. It was a a long shot going over rooftops with a bunch of people's names. So many. Yeah, prints. it was kind of an old school intro. But I will say it, it was pretty cute that they credited like the Muppets as the actors. Like yes. it, like it was. Uh, well, that's one thing about this movie and Muppet movies is like it's not just like. Gonzo playing Charles Dickens. It's Gonzo playing Gonzo from the Muppet Show playing acting like Charles Dickens kind of. Yes. Like he's Gonzo but he's also Charles Dickens. Yes. Same thing with like Kermit and Miss Piggy and all of them. They yeah. they they are characters in the story but they're also the characters from the Muppets. Mm-hmm. Um so they like kind of re- like how Tom Hanks was Tom Hanks playing Geppetto. <laughs> kind of like, yeah, you were like, hey, that's Tom Hanks uh, pretending to have an Italian accent and shuffling <laughs> around <laughs> and giving it 5% of his effort. 5%, yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to Tom Hanks. I know I know he's listening to you. Um, but yeah, so uh, we land on Gonzo and uh, Rizzo, the rat, and they're kind of buddies in this movie. Gonzo is playing Charles Dickens, and he acts as the audience proxy slash narrator, mm-hmm. omniscient narrator. They really talk about that omniscient. Yeah, and they, they have a lot of fun with the narrate. Like, they're not just narrating. They're, like, following the action and, like, yeah. getting into all kinds of hijinks along the way. Um, so try, many hijinks. Try, the com- trying to, they're the comedic relief. Yeah, just trying to keep up with, with Scrooge and the ghosts. Yeah, um, they get hit by windows so many yeah, times. Yeah, Rizzo gets uh, beat up real bad in this movie, but he's a rat, so he can, he can take it. Now, um, my dear sweet Maddie girl, uh, she wanted me to say this on the podcast. She asked me specifically to say this on the podcast. Why is his face like that? I don't like his face. His face is stupid. I, I can't is... disagree with that. Gonzo's face is stupid. Um, yeah, she did not want to look at his face. Gonzo is also my favorite puppet. Yeah. yeah. Growing up, it was always Fozzie Bear, mm-hmm. uh, which I love Fozzie's cameo in this movie. I relate to Fozzie Bear a lot. as Because uh, you say Waka Waka all the time? I say Waka Waka, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah that, that tracks. So uh, Charles Dickens, Gonzo... Um, starts off, he starts telling the story and, uh, it's kind of, and then, uh, he's like, yeah, uh, Ebenezer Scrooge is about to walk around that corner. And then, then we get to see Michael Caine walk around the corner. Yeah. Giant among Muppets. Um, and kind of famously, Michael Caine played this part totally straight. Yeah. Um, as if he were playing with other just high caliber actors instead of, puppets um goofy puppets um and he like i think he kills it like he gives an oscar worthy he's my favorite scrooge of all time he's the best scrooge and he's kind of a young scrooge he's younger in this movie than he um he's younger in real life than he's playing in the movie but he definitely just nails it with his so serious his delivery so intense he delivers his lines very I mean, he's not when when he's being mean and Scrooge like. He's not over the top. 
No, it's a very it's, like uh, s- not subdued, but it's a very like restrained. It's believable. It's not like he's he's not acting down to the Muppets yeah. level. He's not like baby he, talking or like he's not in a comedy. He's not in a kids movie. Yeah, he's not he, in a kids movie or a comedy. He's in like Shakespearean theater presents Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Yes. Um. He, yeah, he's great. Um, and then we we go into our first song about uh, Ebenezer Scrooge and how he's a skinflint and a cheapskate and a mean guy, and he's just walking through, kicking muppets and taking names. <laughs> he's got um, <clears throat> this scene goes on pretty long. I love uh, the songs though. It's a great. I will song. say that I love the songs in this movie. I'm not. Hey, I'm not hating on the songs. I'm just saying. Uh, it went on uh, for a very long period of time, um, but then he gets to the the I don't know how, building where where in which he conducts business. Like I don't know what you call it, um, the office. I guess is that that's what it's called. Yeah, I go to an office every day. That's what it is. Yeah, I know what an office is. Um, a building in which you conduct business. Um, and, uh, man, those little rats are so funny. So there's rats and there's Kermit and Kermit is, um, Bob Cratchit, Bob Cratchit. Yeah. And, uh, those little rats are very funny. Yeah. So all the rats are the accountants and, you know, Scrooge is a, is a money lender for mortgages and he loves, he loves nothing more than foreclosing on people. Um, but the rats are cold. It's, it's, Christmas time, it's freezing. Um, they ask for uh, one more piece of coal to put in the fire. Yeah. And uh, he threatens them with being fired, and then they break into like a, a hula day. They're, they're all all of a sudden in, a, in hula skirts. and. Oh, it's in. so warm and yeah. tropical in Heat here. Heat wave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's, there's tons of little moments like that, little Muppety moments that are so funny to me. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, so, you know, Scrooge begrudgingly gives them Christmas off. Um, we get, uh, Beaker and what's Beaker's buddy's name? Meep, meep. No, that's Beaker. Beaker's the guy that goes, meep, 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 meep. <laughs> that was meep, 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 meep. Um, I, I can't remember the scientist's name, but the they, they're the two guys coming in, like asking for donations, um, and then, uh, so Scrooge goes home. There's another song. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Marley Brothers song. Well, there's another song. Kermit sings another song on his way home. Oh, yeah. I don't like Kermit's dumb song. Although I will say uh, my favorite thing in Muppetdom is when they show full-length Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me laugh every time when they show like look so Kermit's, Kermit's legs. <laughs> well, <laughs> really you, you couldn't do it any better than that. It's just <laughs> no. so goofy. It makes me laugh. All It's always made me laugh. Um, but yeah, there's a little scene where Kermit is ice skating, and it's very funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Scrooge goes home. He meets the Marley. The, there's two Marley brothers instead of just Jacob Marley. There's Jacob and Robert. Yeah, Bob Marley, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and they saying they they, they have the, the best song, in and them. it's the old men. Yeah, it's, it's the, the old, old it's the Heckle old uh, the old hecklers from the balcony, uh, who are I think they're really funny. Yeah, they were, and hilarious. they bring their heckling to the characters. Yes, um, but they sing a, the Marley and Marley song, which is probably the best banger in the whole 
movie. Oh yeah, top top ten banger. I love it. Um. Yeah, and they tell him they warn now, him. I do want to point out that Scrooge was eating dinner when they visited. And what was Scrooge's dinner? Did you did you notice what he was eating? I did not. Like a pie slice of cheese, like a big, like a whole thing of cheese, and a couple of little pieces of bread, like some tostinis. Hmm. That that was his miserly dinner. Like I guess he doesn't even splurge on himself. No, he doesn't. I mean, his he he won't even turn the lights on. I don't. Well, you know what. Maybe maybe it was expensive cheese. Maybe it was, that was like twenty five dollars worth of brie right there. I don't think so. I maybe don't think he had anything buttery brie. I don't think he spent money on anything. Yeah, he was a miser. He didn't even buy his own house. He lived in the dead people's house. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um. So they sing their song. They tell Scrooge to shape up, or he's going to end up like them. They got the chains. They got all the chains from all the bad deeds that they did. And he chalks it up to indigestion, basically. You could be a little bit of <laughs> um, So then he is, um, he is then visited by the first ghost, the ghost of Christmas past, which is a creepy little... Creepy little girl ghost. Little now, girl ghost. This is a leftover from... Uh, the Dark Crystal. I've, I do feel like it was a modified Gelfling. Yeah, it was not a Muppet ghost. Like, it was not a Muppet. No, it was like creepy, was, kind of Dark Crystal style It was, it was Muppet. a little too uh, Uncanny Valley, and uh, Maddie did not like it. Maddie didn't want to look at it. It's a ghost, though. Yeah. She she was worried. She didn't. She 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 went into this not knowing the story at all. So she didn't know there was going to oh, be yeah. ghosts. Yeah. And she was like, "Is this a scary movie?" And I was like, "No, it's just a little creepy." And then she saw that, and she was like, uh, "It is scary." You lied to me. Yeah. Why would you lie? There's a creepy little child specter, little, little child ghost of Christmas past. Yeah. Uh, so she um, she helps Scrooge fly out of the window, which is uh, some very funny. Uh, Visual effects. I believe that is the first time Gonzo and Rizzo get hit by a window opening, which happens at least three times. Yes, they keep getting knocked out. They keep like perching on the windowsill so they can peek in Scrooge's uh, Scrooge's window to see what's going on, and then they the window keeps getting slammed open and they get flung off. It's a great gag. It's a good gag, and it's repeated four times, so it's it keeps getting funnier. Um, so they're flying through the air. They fly into the oh, past. We're, we're skipping an important part, right? Uh, Gonzo and the rat guy. Rizzo. Rizzo. Um, his name's Rat Guy, I think. No, no. I don't think so. Yeah, it's definitely Rat Guy. Um, he, they, you, they have a grappling hook that they swing up into the air and hook onto Scrooge. Yeah, onto his pant leg. Are you sure it was his pant leg? What do you think it was? Well, it is really hard to tell. It's definitely not his foot or his around his ankle. Well, he didn't know. It's not on his robe. It's he, not on his belt. He didn't notice. So I'm guessing it's some extremity that's not. How? What part of your body precious. would you not notice? Like this is a, some real suspension of disbelief. If it was on his pant leg, I mean, Muppets can't weigh. They're made of felt. Yeah, they probably don't really weigh much at all. Um. There is already a suspension of disbelief because there are Muppets. 
and there are ghosts. Um, I'm just saying the <laughs> fact that you're going to grappling hook onto an old miser and it's just too far. That's the bridge that's too how, far. That's how they get. That's how they tag along. Though. And then I so that stuck with me, and I was like, "Oh, are they going to do some gag where they get to no?" There were, every other scene, they're just there. That's the only one where it shows travel with Gonzo and Rizzo. Yes. They just are there for the rest of them. Well, because they fly out the window. Like, I mean, they got to they gotta go with them to the past somehow. Is, what part of his body was that grappling hook attached to? It was his leg. It was his pant leg. You can see his legs pretty clearly. All right. Well, maybe it was his belt. Mm. Um. Anyway... Anyway, they travel to the past. They go to Scrooge's old school, old boarding school, where he is beginning his miserly uh, Christmas-hating ways. He's always by himself, and you kind of get the sense that he was just like kind of a lonely child that was forgotten by his parents and shipped off to boarding school. Christmas, for him, Christmas break was a time to do extra work. A time for solitude, because he didn't get to go home for Christmas. Um, so you start to feel you start to to feel some sympathy for Scrooge for the first time. Um, and one of my favorite characters is the American Eagle, Sam, Sam the Eagle, uh, who is playing the British boarding school headmaster. headmaster. <laughs> yeah, and he keeps talking about how uh, business. Is the American way, and Gonzo has to keep reminding him that it is the British way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> since they're not in America, they're in Britain. Um, but he, yeah, he's so stoic and serious, and I, I uh, the way he says business is very funny. Business, business, business. Um, so we find out that uh, yeah, Scrooge um, has a pretty um, sorry childhood. Then we zoom to the slight future where he is an apprentice at Fozzie Wig's Rubber Chicken Factory. Yeah. And um, Michael Caine delivers a line where he says Fozzie Wig's Rubber Chicken Factory with all seriousness. <laughs> and it's very funny. <laughs> totally straight face. He just does it. He just like does like a professional. Um, and Fozzie Wig is obviously Fozzie Bear. And there's a good, uh, there's a, another mixture of this Christmas party that Fozziewig, uh throws for his company is uh, very jocular. And Ebenezer, young Ebenezer Scrooge meets a young lady, a young human lady. Yeah, good, good distinction. <laughs> he was, I mean, you gotta, in this world, you gotta just, whenever you see a human lady, you gotta talk to him because there's not many of them. Yeah. Um, oh, do you think there's different apps for different types of Muppets? I don't know what the rule, the dating rules are for different types of Muppets. Like, can like, a, can a Gonzo date like a chicken Muppet? I think that's his whole like thing. Or can like Rizzo the Rat date Miss Piggy? I guess Miss Piggy and Kermit the Frog. Yeah, date. That's true. They're they're married. Yeah, but there are some. Uh, there are some Muppets that are like the Swedish chef who is kind of a human. That's a human. And he's got human hands. He has human hands. He is the chef at Fozzie Wig's Christmas party. 
Imagine if you're in the dating pool, like uh, having human hands is a pretty big plus because opposable thumbs. A lot of other Muppets might have a hard time. Yeah, they might have hooves. Like how, or... how, how's, how's Rizzo getting through this world? He doesn't have opposable thumbs. He doesn't. That's yeah. why he has to hang out with Gonzo, who I, yeah. I think has opposable thumbs. He has to. There's the one scene where they just take a 15 minute break and Gonzo feeds him a bowl of tomato soup. <laughs> yes. They, they have their lunch together. Oh, Some yeah. Grilled cheese and tomato soup. Yeah. I think we. Uh... We skipped over the part where they spend like five minutes trying to get over this gate, oh. and uh, Rizzo is terrified. <laughs> Rizzo is terrified of heights, and he can't. So he jumps from the top of the gate. They climb over, uh, and Gonzo misses him. And uh, Rizzo realizes that he left his bag of jelly beans on the other side of the gate. So he just walks through the uh, bar. Yeah. He walks through the He's bars of the, the gate, gate and gets them and comes back. That was a pretty good gag. That's good. That was there good are gag. so many good gags. Uh, so we're at Fozzie Wiggs. Uh, Ebenezer Scrooge meets his lady, um, Belle. Um, and they hit it off. Hit it off? They become engaged. And then the ghost is like, oh, let's go see a new one. He's like, oh, this was a fun Christmas. Let's, let's go, go to a one. let's go to a not fun Christmas. Yeah. Where Ebenezer and uh, Belle are engaged. Seems like they've been engaged for a long time. Um, and Ebenezer is, puts it off for another year because he doesn't feel like they have enough money to yeah. buy a house. His investments aren't growing yes. like they should, which is the number one thing every crypto bro says. And I'm just like, oh, Scrooge is a crypto bro. He is. Or he's, he's a, a Dickensian crypto bro. He's an OG crypto bro. Yeah. Um, but his investments are not where he thinks they should be. Belle doesn't care. She doesn't care about money. She just wants to get married. She wants to start a family. You know what? She probably cares about money just a reasonable amount. Yeah, which it seems like they have. Yeah. They have nice clothes. I'm, I assume that um, they have. They could have a place to live. It's Dickensian, so I assume that they're not living together at this point. Yeah. But uh, so she says, mm, I'm not going to wait anymore. You once loved me, but now you don't. Now all you care about is business. Business. Um, and he lets her go because that was probably the truth. It was. And it stung. He is Lord Business. And then uh, Michael Caine begs the spirit to show him no more. Yeah. It's a very painful memory for him. Yeah. Um, and his, he looks so heartbroken. He does. Michael Caine goes through the emotions. And it's yeah, it's very good. Do you think that this movie was good training for Michael Caine to act serious in the Batman movies? Because as Alfred, as I think Alfred. he's better. In, I think he's better in this movie than he is in the Batman movies. Well, but I'm, I'm just drawing the parallel that acting like everything is normal and serious in a world where there's Muppets is akin to acting serious and like everything is normal in a world where there's a grown millionaire running around where there is where there is christian bale and bane yeah yeah so do you think tom hardy will ever do a movie where he's not wearing a mask i mean isn't he in uh fury road yeah he's got like the thing over his mouth part of the movie Oh, yeah, I need to watch And he that. also says, like, five things in Fury Road. It's a Furiosa movie. Have you seen the trailer for the new Furiosa movie? Oh, yeah. That's going to be on uh, Just for Dads. Yeah, it's going to take a while because we're going to do every movie chronologically for that. 
and we've talked we've already talked about like 17 movies that we're gonna do before that one just for dads yeah um just for dads coming out um whenever um whenever we do it yeah i don't know (laughs) um all right so where were we oh yeah she bell breaks up with ebenezer Mm -hmm. and ebenezer is like great um i have more time to make money don't have to drag this ball and chain along and michael Caine is like please spit show me no more spit um so that that's the end of the christmas past that's the end of christmas past so michael Caine's back in uh or scrooge is back in his bedroom now ghost of christmas past is gone uh he thinks well maybe that was just a dream maybe it was a dream uh and then the clock strikes two from the other room he hears a voice say come here know me better man which is going to be my new catchphrase. Yes. Uh, and the guy says it like five times. Yeah. Because he lives in the moment. He does it, He's kind of scatterbrained. But he's like a, he's like a big Muppet. Like the, the guy in the suit Muppets. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a man. It's a man-sized Muppet. But bigger than a, a man. Bigger. He's a big man, too. Yeah. Um, he's, he's got a big red beard. Yeah. Um, he's the ghost of Christmas he's, present. He's like a Scottish Santa Claus. Yes. Um, and he's very jovial. Um, he's got all the cornucopia, like, bunch of food around him and whatnot. Yeah. I like this one. Yeah, he's great. Um, so he takes Scrooge. They go out and uh, see what's going on on Christmas present. Which is not really present. It's really tomorrow. So he's kind of the ghost of Christmas future. Oh, good point. <laughs> you, really, you really got old Charles Dickinson on that one. <laughs> Uh yeah yeah Charles Dickens which is it is it the present no not really um so he takes him to uh Scrooge is kind of feeling it now he's like wow oh, yeah um gross of Christmas present sings a jo- a pretty joyful song oh what a great musical number yeah and then Scrooge is feeling it he's like oh yeah Christmas is kind of cool uh take me around I want to see some family. Yeah, let me see what my dear cousins do. My dear nephew. nephew. Yeah. My dear nephew and his wife. They're having a Christmas party. And I will say the actor who played his nephew, I don't know who he is. Do you know who he is? No, he looks like Michael Caine. I've never seen him before. Very handsome man. Yeah. Looks like he, he looks, looks like, like a, young, like a movie star. Looks like a young Michael Caine. He looks like he could be the leading role in a Game of Thrones level movie or TV show. Yeah. Like, like he was you know, he 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 did a great job too. He did. I will say that yeah, I think Michael Caine led the way, but all the actors and actresses really played the they played the parts very straight. Um like they were in the George C. Scott version. Yeah. Um so he takes them to the Christmas party, his nephew's Christmas party. They just they just finished dinner. They're gonna they want to play a game. And they play this game called Yes or No. Yes or No, which, which is basically twenty questions. And I, I gotta say this: I gotta give credit because uh, this game was actually made up. I don't know how they had it back in 1992 when they made the Muppet movie, or how back in whenever Charles Boy wrote this. But my kids actually made this game up. Did they? Yes. Um, the only difference with my when my kids play it, there's not an end. 
Yeah, yeah. It's but they actually they actually don't know what the answer is, and they keep changing it as you get close. <laughs> so. <laughs> so it's basically like twenty questions. They uh, Scrooge's nephew has something in his mind that they are supposed to ask some questions and try to figure out what he's thinking of. So they ask, like, you know, is it plant, animal, mineral? So they get down to it, and it's basically like it comes down to it's a it's a creature that nobody an unwanted an, creature un, an unwanted creature that is not a rat, leech, cat, or dog, yeah, you know, or cockroach, or cat, or anything like that. Um, and it ends up being Ebenezer Scrooge. Dun dun dun! So sad. So sad, and it makes Ebenezer Scrooge sad. He says, "Get me out of here! I don't want to listen to this." Yeah. Um, so he uh, goes to Christmas present, takes him to Bob Cratchit's house in the ghetto, um, and that's where we meet Miss Piggy, who is Mrs. Cratchit, and she's very Miss Piggy-ish. And it, it's hilarious. Yeah, she Miss Piggy is very funny. She's a very funny character. Um. And we meet Tiny Tim, who's a little frog, and there's two little uh, twin girl pigs. So I guess um, the biology is that all the boys are frogs and all the girls are pigs. That works out. That checks out, yeah. Because, yeah. Um, anyway, they they sit down to a meager uh, Christmas feast. Tiny Tim's, like, coughing his brains out. Rizzo falls through the... Um... The chimney? The chimney and does a little like rolling log dance on their the goose. Yes. And then this part this part was very important. I felt ne- I- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was a good There's a- there's a lot of, just assume that there is a Gonzo and Rizzo gag between every sentence we say. There are so many gags we're skipping. They them. really use those two to uh Liven the mood. To liven the mood because the rest of it is played like there are very there are serious parts, there's sad parts, but they're always tempered by yeah. a Gonzo and Rizzo uh, comedic stunt, basically. But then basically the ghost is like, or I guess this is uh, Scrooge's first time to ever see Tiny Tim, and he's yeah. so cute and adorable, and but he's very sickly, and it's clear that he's uh, not well. And then Scrooge is like, Spirit, tell me, is he going to be okay? And the ghost, and, and the ghost, the big jolly ghost is like, oh, I'm the ghost of now, but I, I don't see him here next year. Yeah. So again, Charles Dickens, is he the ghost of Christmas present or can he see the future? Yeah. Maybe he's the ghost who prefers the present. Maybe he's the ghost who assumes Tiny Tim's not going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> he's just guessing. He's like, "Well, doesn't look good." <laughs> so then they, so then they bail, and he goes back home. Yeah. So uh, end scene. End scene. And, um, so uh, oh, he doesn't. Go he back doesn't home. go home. They go to, to the graveyard. They go to the graveyard. Um, Christmas present is now very old because he is about to die because it's the end of the year. It's not even Christmas present yet. It's Christmas Eve. Yeah. So I don't. Does Christmas present only last for a day? And it only lasts for the day before Christmas. He's not the ghost of Christmas present. He's the ghost of December twenty fourth. He's the ghost of Christmas Eve present. Okay, yeah. who, who can take you to one day in the future? He only lives. <laughs> he only lives for one hour. Yeah. One hour? 
two yeah. from two to three. That's how, that's, <laughs> that, that's how it works. Yeah, I'm going to need Charles Dickens to clarify some of these points. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, basically he dies. Um, he dies in the same way that um, the the uh, what are they called in the Dark Crystal and Yoda die. The the masters the why the why what are they what were they called they were the masters yeah anyway were were they the good guys the the clothes just yeah yeah so he disappears and sparkles yeah he dies way cooler than they do but the the sparkles were like cartoon sparkles yeah it was very bad special effects just on that one scene the rest of the special effects and there were a lot of special effects. Uh, mostly Muppet-based special effects, but that was one where you could tell. There was a few other times where they did that thing. Uh, I forgot to call it where you basically draw a cartoon on top of the yeah the 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 whatever that was that was that. Um, yes, yeah, they just they were like, we need some sparkles. Somebody draw some sparkles on this thing, and they were green and blue, and I, I don't know. They were pretty festive. They were yep. festive death sparkles. Then he died at the end. Okay. He d- he died. He was dead. The ghost died. Um. So then Scrooge is by himself in the graveyard still. He does not end up back home. Uh, and then the b- really heavy fog machine gets turned on. Um, and <laughs> it, 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 it encapsulates him. And then there's a giant Muppet. Who looks like a death, like a um, what are those things from? The Grim Reaper. What are those things from the Harry Potter? Oh, a Death Eater. No, the uh, you know what he looked like is the the Witch King, the Nazgul. He does look like Nazgul. So he's got a big hood on. He's got very long arms, very long hands. He's like the Grim Reaper, but like bigger fingers. <laughs> yeah, bigger fingers. Like a Muppet. He's a Muppet uh, Grim Reaper. Yeah. But he's very scary. I, I, feel, I feel like he was pretty scary. Yeah. Oh, Maddie was scary. Uh, also, Gonzo and Rizzo peaced out during this. They were like, hey, this is too scary for us. You guys are on your own. We'll see you at the finale. Yeah. And they leave. Yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, the Ghost of Christmas future doesn't say a word. He just uh, he takes Scrooge around. There's some people talking about this old guy who just died, how much they hate him, how much he was uh, – Worthless miser. Um, there were people who had stolen stuff out of his house that were trying to pawn it to a giant spider. Tiny Tim was dead. Tiny Tim was dead. Um, we don't know how far in the future it was. We know that it no, was. No, it was the next Christmas. Like next Christmas, I thought. It was one year. One year from, how do we know? Do we know that? Yeah. Okay. I think they made that pretty clear. All right. I, I was watching in my car, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much love and dedication we put in this podcast. I watched it on my commute. My yeah. commute is that long. Um, I didn't watch it is what I'm saying. I listened to it. Yeah, you listened to it. But in my, in my mind's eye, I didn't see any dates. So <laughs> yeah. uh, it was the next year, next Christmas. Um. Anyway, it's revealed that the guy that they're talking about is dun 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 Scrooge. Ebenezer Scrooge. 
Um, and he's not surprised. He's very he Michael Caine acts very scared and very. Uh, I think his acting in this scene is very good. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ebenezer Scrooge has really learned his lesson at this point. Yeah, but he's just begging, like, like please don't let this happen. Like, I'll I am a changed man. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he wakes up. Doesn't wake up. He finds himself back in his room, mm-hmm. but it's morning. Gonzo and Rizzo are back on the windowsill peeking in. Um, and Ebenezer is dancing around. He's so happy that he's not dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he bursts through the window and Gonzo and Rizzo go flying again. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does the whole thing where he shouts out to the boy, what day, well, what but, day is it? But this is the funny part, right? So it's classic scene where he's like, you know, the prize turkey in the window and the boy says, the one bigger, twice as big as me? But it was actually like a small little tiny Muppet. So like... Yeah, like a regular sized turkey. A, a turkey twice the size of him is a chicken. It's, like, a, it's, a, butter, a, it's a butter ball from Tom Thumb. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he goes, he uh, he does the whole thing and he goes down. Big musical number. Musical number. This is the first time that Michael Caine has sung and... It is it is Michael Caine singing, and he's not a great singer. But he's not a trained singer. But it makes it more charming, I think. Yeah. It's like Ebenezer Scrooge is singing for the first time in his life. Um, goes and has dinner, has a big Christmas dinner with the Cratchits. Tiny, Huge feast. Tiny Tim doesn't die, uh, I assume, because Scrooge gives Cratchit a raise and he can pay for his medical bills yeah. um, or medicine or whatever he needs to pay for. Um and that's the end. The end. So, on a scale from uh, 1 to 10, what did you rate this movie? 10. 10. Absolutely. Ten, 10 and a half. 10 and a half. I love this movie. I, me too. I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed that I haven't watched it more previously in my life. I'm going to watch it every Christmas season from now on. It is a Christmas classic. Now, in the pantheon of Saturday Morning Dad's movies... What movies? Not not the ones that are so bad they're fun to watch, but the movies that are earnestly good movies. Is this the best one? I was thinking about this in the context of Michael Caine. I think the Michael Caine performance is the best one that we've seen since Chuck Norris in uh, <laughs> Forest Warrior. No, be serious. I'm being serious. He, I mean, it is by far the best performance that we've seen. But I mean, it depends. It's, a, it's like a different kind of movie than like what have we seen? Like, um, what's the what's so, the, what are some of the good so movies the, that we've I think seen? The, previously, the best movie, in my opinion, is Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, that's also it, a classic. That's also a classic, and I gotta say, if this it, movie is not number one, it's number two, and it's only behind that. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I guess depending on how much you like Despicable Me. Despicable Me is great, but it's below these those Despicable two. Despicable me. me is it's not a classic. Top. Yeah, it's not timeless. Yeah. Those two movies I watch at least once a year. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say this is the what Pee Wee's Big Adventure. That's also a classic. Pee Wee's Big Adventure is probably my favorite mm-hmm. movie that we've watched. Um. And I don't know if it's a better movie than those two. 
I'm going to say Probably Pee-wee not. at number three, Nightmare Before Christmas, and then Muppets. But, man, that Muppets is... I did not think I was going to like it as much as I did. Yeah, especially after how much you disliked the Dark Crystal. Yeah, I came around on the Dark Crystal as we were recording, and I realized that my opinion of it was uh, maybe flawed, but I will never watch it again. Yeah, but this one you'll watch again because it's hilarious. Yeah, this one I'm going to watch every Christmas. You know what we're going to watch later on? We need to get off of Muppets for a while. But maybe in a year or so, Muppet Treasure Island. Oh, okay. Tim Curry is... I've uh, never seen it. Tim Curry is Long John Silver. It's very funny. Tim Curry, you say? Okay, yeah. I'm in. Yeah, it's very good. I'll, I'll look forward to that one. What movie are what movie are? Oh, hold on, hold on. We got to do the merch. Who, what, yeah. who would you wear on merch? Um, I mean, I got to go with uh, Gonzo and Rizzo. Gonzo and Rizzo, okay. Yeah, what about you? Tiny Tim? Um... Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go Scrooge. Oh, you just want a Michael Caine's face on a T-shirt. <laughs> Michael Caine's face with a top hat. Yeah, or maybe the third ghost, the Ghost of Christmas Future, because that's pretty metal. It is pretty metal. Um, I'll make you that shirt with that guy on it, and then Muppets Christmas Carol in like death metal spaghetti font. Death metal spaghetti font, so you can't even read it. Nice. That would be sick. <laughs> I'd wear that. And then Tiny Tim on the back. Yeah. Uh, man, that tiny Tim was so cute. Yeah, he's a little frog. He should have been a tadpole, maybe. He was like halfway. He was. So he didn't cute. have a tail. He was so tiny. He was. He was. He was cute. Die. He he was little. So cute. His little. His little crutch was like four inches tall. Oh, he was gonna die of adorableness. He he was terminally pinchable. Uh, not many people know this. Tiny Tim grew up to be um, Jack the Ripper. Oh, okay. Awesome. <laughs> so, uh, and, and you know, Scrooge basically uh, messed up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. not, that's in an alternate universe. Yeah. Well, I'll write that fan fiction book. Yeah. That'd, be, right. that'd be pretty good. Actually, uh, I'm, yeah, I'll help you write that. It'll be a graphic novel coming out uh, next, next Christmas. Well, um, what, what else? else? What else do we do? Sequel. Sequel. Oh, yeah, the sequel. How would you write the sequel? Christmas Carol 2. Christmas Carol 2. I think we just described it. The the Jack the Ripper? Yeah. Tiny Tim grows up to be Jack the Ripper. Okay, I would... Uh, I don't know how the timelines match up. Yeah. Uh, here, here's here's what I would do. Cause I, so I want to keep Scrooge. I want to keep Scrooge, right? Yeah. Scrooge is now a beloved figure in the community. He's huge into, um, uh, what do you call it? Crypto. Philanthropy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> philanthropy. Um, and he, he's, he's just beloved by everyone. And he, he's retired and uh, Kermit's running the place now. It's still in the Muppets universe. And um, um, then he gets like really depressed and he's like, I think the world would be better off without me. And then another like ghost has to like teach him like how the world is good because of him. And it can start Jeremy Stewart. Wow. Um, that sounds like uh, maybe it premieres on Lifetime. I was trying to, I was trying Hallmark? to rip off a wonderful life. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Here's my sequel. Okay. Same scenario. This is like this is like five years in the future. Um, 
Bob Cra- Scrooge retires. Beloved character. Beloved in the community. He dies. Dead. Because he's old. Yeah. He dies from oldness. Just old age. Old age. Um, he's like 55, but in that time period, that was, that was old. Yeah. Um, so Bob Cratchit running the company now. He starts to become just like Scrooge. Miserly starts treating his, he loses his family. Tiny Tim is his second in command. And then, just like Scrooge before him, Scrooge comes back as a ghost. It's basically a rehashing of the exact same story. Nice. Okay. <laughs> like a true sequel. <laughs> and, and this time Scrooge is Marley. Scrooge is Marley. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the twist would be. The twi- There has to be a twist to make it different. Okay. But- Hold on. I got a new one. I got a new one. Scrooge uh, is filthy rich, gives the company to um, Carmen, and says, you know, I'm going to go travel the world. And he goes to um, the Americas. Yeah. And he visits a colony. I don't know if there are still colonies at this time. I'm unclear on. No, what this is he, like the 1800s. Okay. Well, Florida. He goes to Florida. Okay. And he um, meets a beautiful young woman, and he just uh, gets married to her, and um, they just live the, the rest of their days happily ever after. Yeah, that's a short movie. Um, and then... But is it like a rom-com? Then, is it like a rom-com? No, it's a murder mystery. I didn't get it finished. Oh, okay. <laughs> then he dies of... of uns- and nobody knows why. It was kind of like suspicious circumstances. and um, But his will left everything to the, to the Cratchits. He left everything to Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim was his sole beneficiary. And so everybody's like, well, who did he kill him? And like this, this woman who's his wife is like, why aren't you, why am I not inheriting his millions? And then, you know, I don't know this. I don't like this. Who done it? Here's a twist on that. We keep Florida, but Scrooge still keeps in touch with the ghost of Christmas future. (laughs) This is a buddy, a buddy movie. They travel, they time travel to 1980s Miami. Yeah. And they get involved in the cocaine drug trade. Okay. Um, so it's basically like Miami Vice meets Christmas Carol. And can there be like an awesome car chase scene with like sweet tesserosas? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, where the ghost of Christmas Coontoshes? future. Does he, does he get a Countach? No, he gets a Testarossa. Okay. So ghosts can get yeah. a Countach. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, basically, uh, yeah. He's Crockett, and the ghost is Tubbs. Nice. I love it. Warm. All right. Yeah. Well, I think that's enough podcast for today. That's enough talking. Um, if you haven't seen Muppet's Christmas Carol, do yourself a favor. Go see it in not theaters on streaming oh. Disney+. Plus. What movie are we going to do next and when? Um, we'll have to. Will we get another one out before Christmas? It's already the seventh. I mean, we may have to do one next week. Yeah, but are we going to do another Christmas one? We could do the Santa Claus. We know. I know we lied to everybody and told told them that we we're going to do the Santa Claus this week, and we we pulled a fast one on them because we wanted to see more Muppets. Yeah, basically. 
Um, why did we do the Muppets Christmas Carol? Because you well, had watched because it. Because I really want this podcast to blow up and get famous. Yeah. You and don't think Tim Allen's going to get us there? No, I don't. And I keep seeing just for some weird reason a ton of love on Instagram and TikTok for this movie. So I just thought, all right. I guess people who remember it from their childhood are. It is I a beloved know. movie. Because it's a good movie. It's like, it's a like good I haven't movie. seen anything on Instagram about Nightmare Before Christmas this year. I feel like that's more of a Halloween. People watch that at Halloween than Christmas. Yeah, and I didn't see any at Halloween. But I'm seeing a ton of Muppets. Hmm. I'm seeing so many Muppets. It's the year of the Muppet. Everybody, everybody keeps making the same joke over and over about how Michael Caine plays it straight in this goofy movie. And like he deserves an Oscar. I'm just like, we should jump on that bandwagon. Yeah. I'm trying to get this social media views. We're riding it. It's working. The podcast is blowing up. Yeah. Absolutely exploding. Yeah. It's like 10 well, times the growth. Of course, what do we ten- need? We need people to review it, though, and rate it. Oh, yeah. Rates, rating and reviews. Uh, please. On the iTunes. Oh, uh, on our next episode, or maybe the episode after the next one, we'll read your reviews. Ooh. You put you go ahead and review it right now on iTunes. Say whatever you want to say. And as long as it's positive and portrays us in a good light, we'll read it on the podcast. Yeah. Or if it's funny. Or if it's funny. Yeah. Um but it's a family podcast. We don't we don't curse on this podcast, do we? Or do no, we? No, we don't. Have we ever? We make some insinuations. This is like but yeah, a... we don't we don't have the explicit tag in iTunes. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. It's like I wouldn't listen to it with my kids, but if it was on a... My brother listens to it with his kids. Okay. How old are his kids? They're in high school. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, my daughter listens with my mom. Yeah. Yeah. It's a family, it's a family friendly pod. Yeah. Great. Good job, us. Yeah. We're great. We're family men. Let's end the podcast. Okay. Well, we got to pick our next movie. Really? No. <laughs> Tune in in the next one to three weeks for a surprise episode. Yeah, it's going to be sometime. I'm not, I'm not guaranteeing that we get another one out by the end of the year because we're taking a week off, and that's the week we would normally do a podcast. Yeah. If we do it, it's going to have to be next week, I think. Yeah. But let's try to do it. What, what movie have you – let's pick a movie that maybe we've both seen enough that we don't – if we don't rewatch it. It'll be okay. My brain just doesn't work that way. Okay. Or or maybe we could do like like as a bonus end of the year episode, we could do a pilot for just for daddies. Just for dads. Just for dads. Let's do the Matrix. Oh man, I love the Matrix. The, yeah. Okay, let's do that. Yeah, we'll do the Matrix as a Christmas present to our listeners. We're gonna do a just for dads episode. Wow. Are we going to launch it on this podcast or is it going to be on a different podcast? Oh, on this podcast. Okay. Special episode just for dads going to be explicit. Yeah. Just explicit language. (laughs) 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 I'm going to say so many things about Carrie Ann Moss. Uh, I'm regret saying that even. I'm not going to say anything about nobody. Don't worry. Yeah. You know what's really sad? What? It made me really feel really, really old. And so I turned 37 in a few weeks. Yeah. And um, uh, I can't remember his name. Morpheus 
Yeah, Cowboy what, Curtis. What's Cowboy Curtis's real name? Um, I'm not going to be able to think of it now that you can't think of it. Um, but, but Morpheus, one of my favorite characters. Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne is 37 as Morpheus. Yeah. And it just made me realize I'm no longer the young hero protagonist. I've aged into the wise old man. Yeah, I mean, you're the maybe like the I no longer wiser or older. Neo. No, I, you're not Neo. I'm no I'm no longer Neo. I am Morpheus. That's you cool. know who I really am in that movie is the guy Agent, Agent Smith. <laughs> no, you're Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves boss. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who right, for a, for a while I thought was Agent Smith. Because yeah. he acts exactly the same. All right. Well, anyway, that's a little preview, I guess. <laughs> all right. The end of podcast. End of podcast. Uh, probably this complete breakfast. <laughs>